And now... It's been over 400 years since Guy Fawkes had a very bad day at the office. And since that time, he's lent his face to a sight-peddling political gossip and, more potently, an international symbol of anarchy, itself taken from a dystopian movie and graphic novel. Older listeners may remember being asked for a penny for the guy. Effectively, an invitation to sponsor burning someone in effigy. What's more... According to the Bank of England's own inflation calculator, it's now £2.50 for the guy. Poor Guido. 400 years since his grisly demise, and he's still cheaper than a caramel macchiato. And worse, I asked my teenage nephews about him, and they thought he was the guy who invented cutlery. <laughs> Kids today. All that aside, a properly organised local fireworks display is still a great community night out. And a lot less stressful for parents than standing in your shed, squinting into a tin of explosives whilst your nearest and dearest bleat about being bored, cold and hungry. So, let's light the blue touch paper and fire off a rocket of recommendation in this week's... Crowd Sorcery Yes, Crowd sorcery. And, appropriately, we start with a big bang from Matt Wood, experienced housing and leisure architect at Hudson Architects. Corpusty! Yes, Corpusty. Thank you, Matt. And Dr. Catherine Gelbertick of Acuity Limited says we go to Watton in Norfolk. There's a fun fair and eateries, and the firework display is great. It's not far from home, so no major travel involved, and to the people of Watton, have a great bonfire night. I know Catherine Wheel. What? 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 Another Norfolk suggestion comes to us from genial gentleman of business, Brian Bush, solutionist, advocate, connector. Always been hepnal for us, says Brian, as a local, and it's a great display. Penny Hundleby, PhD, senior scientist at the John Innes Centre, has been spoilt over the years because the John Innes Centre used to put on a brilliant display each year run by volunteers but stopped during Covid. Oh, do you know, I would love to go to a display on the Norwich Research Park. Come on, boffins! Now, I put out a plaintive call for recommendations in Suffolk and Tim Robinson... Chief Operating Officer at Tech East rockets to the rescue with Heaveningham Hall. I'm indebted to the website Muddy Stilettos, who at suffolkcams.muddystilettos.co.uk have a list of the best firework displays in Suffolk and Cambridgeshire for this year. For Suffolk, you can find the aforementioned Heaveningham Hall, plus a couple of displays in Ipswich... Woodbridge, Bury St Edmunds, Stowe Market, Long Melford and Rendlesham. For Cambridgeshire, we have Peterborough, Cambridge itself, St Ives, Kimbolton, Huntingdon and Ely. That's a great list. I encourage you to check it out. Reminding us that fireworks are also a staple of New Year's is Michelle Chambers, Business Development Manager at Chaplin Farrant, who says the Chroma Pier fireworks are a very good display as you get the reflection on the sea too. These days, Michelle finds herself wondering when her feet can go home for a bit of warmth, 
but she can usually last out a fireworks display with a bag of sweeties in hand. Meanwhile, a wistful thought of November's past comes from Richard Powell OBE, environmental charity advisor and independent chair. Ooh, says Richard. I might have to miss out on this one. We haven't been to a display for probably 15 years. Recommendations when I asked came up with Thorpe Nest Lake Carnival, but that's in the summer. Now, Richard, you have a veritable cornucopia of displays to choose from across our region. But finally, we have two important reminders. First, from Tom Abbott of Green Easy. Tom points out that although beautiful, fireworks may not be so good for the environment. According to sciencefocus.com, fireworks propel a cocktail of chemicals into the atmosphere. For example, the vivid colours in a firework display come from metallic compounds such as barium or aluminium that can have negative impacts on animal and human health. Additionally, to produce the oxygen needed for the explosion, many fireworks contain oxidizers known as perchlorates. These can dissolve in water, contaminating rivers, lakes and drinking water. Finally, fireworks release a fine cloud of smoke and particulate matter, affecting air quality locally. But don't despair. Newer, cleaner fireworks replace perchlorates with safer alternatives or use compressed air to reduce the smoke created. And finally, as a pet owner myself, I'm particularly indebted to Sandra Persaud, volunteer management consultant, academic and business mentor at SLP and all the way from the USA. Please be upstanding. Sandra rightly points out that dogs hate the racket. So, whether you've got a four-legged friend, furry or feathered, please, please, please make sure they're inside and safe on the evening of November the 5th. And if you're having your own fireworks display or bonfire, please make sure your neighbours know in advance. And do check your bonfire for hedgehogs and other wildlife before you light it. I'm also bound to say that if you are in any way in any doubt about safety, please go to an organised display. And that's it for episode 42 of Eastern Promise. My huge thanks to David Powells for such a fun and insightful interview. To all this week's crowd sorcerers and to the man, the myth, the legend that is Engineer 49. I'll be back next week with more wind than usual. Until then, bye for now. Can you say Eastern Promise, Ellie? No, it's a weird name. You just call it Chocolate Promise. Chocolate Promise? <laughs>